Hello, everyone. <clears throat> ah, sorry, excuse me. I'm your host, Out of Context Elliot of the Dr. Pepper Guy podcast. I'm oh, sorry, DP Guy. Don't sue me, Dr. Pepper. Sponsor me instead. Either way, I'm quite sick right now, and I don't have the voice strength to record a full one-hour podcast. So I'm doing you Spotify listeners a service, all right? I made you an exclusive episode. This is the highlights of all the other previous episodes, and it's going on Spotify. I'm com- taking them all and combining them into one. So all the stand-up bits. I've talked about this for ages. I'm finally going to do it. Um, I hope you guys enjoy and enjoy the UOGs out there. I hope you enjoy this blast from the past. And you newcomers, I hope you learn how this podcast started. I take the weirdest shits. Literally just before I sat down and record this, I stopped by the bathroom and, you know, back one out. And I ended up backing out four semi-trucks out of there. And the weirdest part was they they were green. Not like a dark swamp green, but a bright lime green. The co- same color as my bedroom walls, if you know what those look like. Yeah, yes, my bedroom walls are bright lime green. I picked the color when I was 10. I refused to change it because... There is not a normal kid living in this room. The kid who lives here takes veggie burger shits. I am no normal human. The hardest working organ in my body is not the heart, not the brain, or even the liver. The hardest working organ in my body is the colon. That motherfucker knows how to work with what he's got and still churn out something amazing. I can eat whatever the hell I want, and my colon will still kick ass. Unlike my stomach. It's a little bitch and can't even handle some Dr. Pepper. You know, about a year ago, my stomach lining got all messed up, so I couldn't drink Dr. Pepper for a month. And to make sure the rest of my digestive system was working, I had to take a stool test. I had to shit in this tiny tray I slid it under the toilet seat and like I was I was scared because the, the thing was tiny. It went about as deep as the length of my pointer finger. On a good day, I could have made that thing look like a brownie pan that's about to be put in the oven. And I could I say that with confidence. I, that is not something I joke about. I could genuinely do that on a good day. That is how good my colon is. That alone was the scariest home bowl experience of my life. It was fine, though. I didn't fill the brownie pan. I wasn't able to take it back to the hospital, like, immediately, because I had cross-country practice, and I was not leaving it. Leave, I was not leaving a tub of shit in, in a hot car for, like, a cup for, for more than a few minutes, and I would have been there for two hours. So that was out of the picture. I'm like, nope, nope, pick it up drop it off on the way back, not leaving it in the car, out of the question. So I did the first normal thing, and I put it in the fridge, <laughs> right next to the milk. My fat shit, I spelt that with a PH, lay cold in the fridge until my dad found it while I was at practice. And I put like the thing in one of those bags that you would put like a school sack lunch in so my dad found it while i was at practice and he saw the sack lunch next to the milk 
as far as he know, it was a different kind of sack lunch. <laughs> lunch at a different time. He saw it and opened it up to see what goodies lay inside. He went straight to the hospital. To he, he was fine. He went to go get my turn, get my test results. And when I got home from practice, he had already come and gone to the hospital. And this, this is proof that my colon is the hardest working organ in my body and the most efficient organ in my body. When he gave it to the nurse, she looked inside the bag. This is, this is what he told me. This, he could be making this up, and for that I'd be mad, but this is what I, he told me. He told me that the nurse gasped. She took a sec to put a hand on her mouth. My dad got worried because he's like, oh no, is my son going to die? Does he have colon cancer? What's going on? The nurse said, and I quote, holy shit, this is one of the finest shits I've ever seen. And I've been working this job for 13 years. Ladies and gentlemen, I've had professionals take interest in the beauty of nature that is my colon. Proof right there. And you know what the best part is? Because my dad was the one trying to get in, she, she initially thought it was his. But my dad is a normal person. And doesn't brag about, you know, this kind of stuff openly. So I got full credit, baby. My colon came through. That crazy son of a bitch came through. I like to run. It's something I do a lot. A lot of you hate me already. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm a runner. I'm gonna confess to everything that goes through our heads just so, because most people listening to this probably don't run. Um, but the people that are, they're on to me. They're going to be like, yep, back, back, back me up. We think that running is the ballsiest thing to do on the planet. We treat running 10 miles as if we can bench a car. Like we just go on about the latest track records that are being broken seemingly all the time. We prefer watching someone run in circles to literally anything else. Besides running in circles with them. We we look at them like they're gods. The only people in America that use kilometers over miles are runners. We don't call a we don't call a 5k three point a 3.1 miler. We, we call it a 5k. Makes us feel fancy. And everyone else thinks we're assholes for just thinking that, which you, you, they might have a point. We have we have a power. You, you don't. That power is to run away from awkward situations. Fun fact, first time I asked out a girl, we were both in the woods and we were both runners. So we both ran away. We both got out of there. We did what all good runners do. We ran. Get out before it gets too awkward. If you're confident enough not to run away from an awkward situation like that, you're not a runner. You're just a person who runs. Also, if you're friends with a runner and you yourself are not a runner, never do anything with them that requires physical activity because they will roast the shit out of you. Ironically, unless that thing is running. For us, 
it means we get to take it easy. For you, it means you're going to develop anxiety. Why hasn't he made fun of me yet? That's probably some of what you'll be thinking. All the while, while the runner in that situation is trying to encourage you to keep going and all that shit, you think you're being patronized. But your runner friend wants you to get in shape so that way they have someone to run with. Because if you're a runner, you probably have a massive ego. Unless you're hanging around varsity runners. Oh boy, varsity runners. Everything I just said, but faster. That's the gist. I'm a runner and I can't keep up with those people. Also, one more fun fact. Anybody can beat the shit out of us. We are trained to run away from any scenario. But when we're in a fight or flight situation and flight isn't an option, we're fucked. <laughs> Ten bucks says your grandma can beat the shit out of me. That's how we runners are. We are one-trick ponies. We can run. That's it. And somehow, our egos are still massive. <clears throat> now, this is something I'm guilty of. This is a confession. It's one of the most heinous crimes on the planet. I lose respect from everyone that I confess this to. I'm a YouTuber. Please don't stop listening. This, this bit goes somewhere. Trust me. But but seriously, um, most of my audience that watches me is is younger. You know, they're they're younger. They're not adults like me because I am one now. They don't have to see what happens when I tell other adults what I do. I used to have an actual job. It was a shitty job at a McDonald's, but that doesn't mean it was a fake job. It was definitely a real job. And right now. When I tell people that I'm a YouTuber, I'm I'm not famous, so I so I, I don't do this for a living, but I do this because I want to do this for a living. So as far as I'm concerned, I do this for a living. So when the quest the age old question is popped up, what do you do for a living, Jack? D depending on the scenario, I have a few options. Option A, I say I'm unemployed. But the flaw in that is people that people don't just say that they're unemployed. They say they are between jobs at the moment. So I have to say that with confidence. But in my mind, I'm not unemployed. I'm a YouTuber. So I can't say that with confidence because I feel like I'd be lying. I can't lie with confidence. I'm not one of those people. I tell the truth so much I, that when I lie, it's obvious. So then, then I look shady, and which is why I don't do option A. And I could just say that I'm between jobs, but being unemployed is embarrassing, and I'm not unemployed. Option B, I sugarcoat it. Oh yeah, I'm in, I'm in video production. I produce short films on YouTube of myself doing stuff. Oh, so you're a YouTuber. Fuck. Fuck. Option D, I, I, I'm a YouTuber. Oh really? What's your channel? Fuck! I, I incite anarchy every week, and when I'm not doing that, I'm talking about how I want to have sex with every guy that moves. Ugh. Why can't this job be easy? Deep breath. It's not easy. And yes, I do have anxiety, which being paired with being a YouTuber is a perfect combo. 
my viewers often see me as this confident guy who's brave enough to say anything, but that's because I just say things. I don't think before I speak because I'm too busy thinking about whatever comment about the Holocaust I just said. Even if I'm right, the Holocaust was a national tragedy where millions of people were murdered in cold blood and it was a horrific event and I hope that we never repeat any for anything in history like that. And in my head I'm thinking, I'm gonna I'm gonna get cancelled! Ah! And the crazy part is that I still post it. I don't just cut it out. I have the editing process for a reason and I ignore it. That's why, kids, you don't become YouTubers. ASMR is weird. Most people just hear it once and decide, you know, I prefer not. Believe it or not, it's meant to relax you. Yeah, you see, I'm just... Uh, I bet you like the sound of me right in your ears. Um, I hope you fall asleep listening to this. Uh. That's something people listen to when they go to sleep. Some people like ocean sounds. Some people like a microphone being held so close to someone's mouth that they, well, they make suction noises. I personally think that people that make ASMR are less weird than the people who listen to it. I actually know a guy who makes ASMR content on the site. He started it as a joke, but then when it took off, he kept doing it. Now he has 1K on YouTube. I'm not going to plug him here, but... He's, I know, he's real. He's a great guy. Online friend of mine. Dreamed with him a bit back in the day. Great guy. I talked to him. I try to talk to him at least once every couple of months. I haven't spent, spent much... I haven't spent much one-on-one -on -one time with his audience. But that's kind of on purpose. I don't really want to experience any one-on-one -on -one time with his audience. I'm going to read some comments for you that are on his videos. Oh my God, so cute, kissy face. So adorable, love this one. This makes me want to do a criminal act in a good way. When you're in the middle of doing an exam and this pops up, you know, maybe just a little bit won't hurt, right? You forgot to put female listener X Neko boy in the title. And those are just a few comments that I found when just scrolling on a video or two. Um, would you describe ASMR as cute? Oh, yeah. <sighs> this microphone feels so good in my throat. <coughs> People find that cute. What else? Do they find cute? Headless babies? Naked mole rats? Their grandma's asshole after a long hot shower? Danny DeVito's feet? Mark Zuckerberg's hairline? It's a person using their microphone to give themselves an endoscopy. It's not cute. I don't care what others think.
No way ASMR is going to help me sleep at night. No way. I already fear men coming into my house late at night and whispering in my ear. Don't ask. Why would I need to simulate that? I have an irrational fear of ducks. Ducks scare me. I can't go near a duck. Anybody that sees me around a duck will vouch for this. Last summer, I went tubing on the river with my friends. The river we were floating on had ducks scattered about. And as we would float down, I would start to get really anxious every time we got close to one, and I'd start to freak the fuck out. Because of that little fucking quacker. Every time people see me around a duck, they probably assume that I've spent time in a mental hospital. I get made fun of a lot. My favorite duck pun I've gotten so far is, come on, don't have a heart of quack. That's not my joke, by the way. I don't want credit for that. As I'm writing this script, autocorrect is assuming I meant earthquake, where I said heart a quack. But the big question here is, why? Why am I scared of ducks? I'm not scared of dogs. I'm not scared of spiders. I'm not scared of bears. But I see one of these feathered fucks. And they, that don't even have teeth. I, I freak the fuck out. Well, the people listening to that don't know already are about to learn why. When I was young, I was at the park. I was passing by and I looked at a group of ducks. With them. They, were, they were vibing. And all of a sudden they started killing one duck. They all started gangbanging one duck. It was a 6v1. It was like watching The Rock, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, Rocky Balboa, Shaggy, and my father all beating the shit out of Justin Bieber. Little old Justin Bieber. That is that is what that is the best way of describing this fury of ducks that I witnessed. I watched little old Justin Bieber flatlining in front of my eyes. Dude was as dead as the Queen of England right now. I watched a bunch of ducks murder another duck in cold blood. Now, maybe that duck with, that was killed was a piece of shit. But, judging by the eight minutes of internet research that I'm willing to do on this topic, I've concluded that all ducks are shitheads. That is what I've concluded. Within a short period of time, I have found a case of homosexual necrophilic intercourse. Dude duck fucked another dead dude duck. That's wrapped with an E after it. Dude wasn't alive to give consent. That was eight minutes. Would you be able to find as a, a story as obscure of that one with eight minutes just by looking up ducks? No. I bet if I was willing to do my research, I would prove that ducks are the Florida men of nature. And it is not an irrational fear to be afraid of Floridians. So why should it be irrational to be afraid of ducks? After airing this, my friends are going to give me exposure therapy. I, I know I know my friends well. They're going to try. As scary as that sounds for me, to my friends listening this that are going to pull a stunt like that, if you do something like that, where you expose me to the finest of duck culture against my will, I have one request. Get it on camera. Because watching me freak the fuck out over an animal that's only a little larger than a shoe would be fucking hilarious. What if you were given a billion dollars, but every shit you took 
for the rest of your life was unrelentingly, undisputably painful and vigorous. To clarify a few of the rules of this hypothetical I've created, you can't use money to cure it, and it also can't kill you. So you're, it's just normal shit, just painful. If you're, let's say you get colon cancer, that will kill you. This, this shit will not kill you. The amount of shit you get depends on, you know, your eating habits and all that. It's just every time you do it, it's immensely painful. And now the pain wears off when you're done washing your hands. So when you're still wiping in that 30 seconds between where, you wa- where you're washing your hands after you've already pulled your pants up, it still hits there. And it only applies to shits. Number one is not DEFCON one. So you're good there. It also can't kill you. However, it can make you see suicide as a viable, as a viable option. If you change your mind on taking the billion because there is no undoing it. I've been asking people for this the past week and they've been split. The people willing to take the billion dollars that think it's worth it. That the billion makes the rest of your day easy. It's like 97.3. Like, you know, it's it's worth feeling a live porcupine trying to escape the clutches of your asshole every time you go make brown downtown. Um... The other side that does not believe it's worth it um, believes that the, the people that already have brown snakes slithering out of their asshole, um, they don't want to make those snakes venomous, which I can understand. I've thought about it, and I could go either way. I like money, and my asshole can handle a black death of a shit. But what scares me are the shits that would normally hurt. The ones that you had Chipotle a day before and chased it with the ice cream. Those that hurt like hell now. And if I were to take the billion, a normal everyday rice and beans bonanza will hurt a hundred times more than that of normal bleeding diarrhea. But on the other hand, I could buy so much Dr. Pepper with a billion dollars. But back to the other hand, every time any of that Dr. Pepper comes out of my asshole for an unknown reason, you know, it's going to cause problems for me. It's going to, it's going to hurt. So, but, but I'm not going to say my thoughts on this. I'll let you decide for yourselves. I'm going to leave it open-ended. <laughs> Me and my friends. Sorry, 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 sorry. My friends and I. Take that, grammar Nazis. You can't oppress my word choice today. My friends and I started a unique, never-ending game of tag. Like the movie Tag that was based on a bunch of guys who played the same game of tag for 30 years where they do parkour in public and all that. Yeah, no. This is the Gen Z version. One that doesn't cause any public disturbances, hopefully. We take pictures of each other when the other person isn't aware of it and send it to a certain group chat. One of my friends saw this on TikTok and being the evil mastermind that they are, thought this would cause galactic unrest. But he's a fool. It's just a group of teenagers doing stupid shit. 
if you catch someone taking a picture, it doesn't count. And when we're all at our cross-country practice, it's off-limits because no phones at practice. It's a period of time where, like, you know, you can't take pic where the game isn't in play. Those are the rules we started off with. And me and the other guys figured that we could add a few things, make it a little more, you know, fun. Being the evil genius YouTuber that I am, I suggested that we make Fridays free-for-all, free-for-all Fridays. No rules. All the rules that I just said don't apply. <laughs> it's like a purge of tagging, pic of taking pictures of people without them knowing. The, the great purge of tag every Friday, free for all Fridays. It's going to be great. Basically, you know, you can still take pictures of if, if they see you, you can still send it. <laughs> you can take them at cross country practice. No limits. Also, it's going to be a PG 13 version of the purge. And those rules don't apply on Fridays. It makes it possible for the group chat to just get spammed with images within a few minutes. It's great. We also thought. That what are the what what else can we do to make this more intense? We decided bathrooms are fair game. If you catch them on the shitter or on a urinal, it's legit. Shower two, shower two bonus points for the shower. Sh on, we decided if the, you get them in the shower, they're allowed to see you. Um, all those are fair game, but they cannot reveal any genitalia in the image. Or else that would be distribution of child porn. And some of us are past 18. And we don't want to go to jail. We would get butt fucked so fast. Moving on. One of my buddies. Thought of the most devious rule yet. We thought of it this morning. Or he thought of it this morning. I'm not taking credit. This is the most devious rule yet. This tops anything I came up with. And I'm a YouTuber. A friend suggested that. For the last week. Of every month. Instead of sending images to the group chat, you send it to the person directly. So only the tagger and the tagged are aware of who it is. It's genius. So basic, those of us that don't have anxiety are going to develop anxiety. And those of us that already have anxiety are going to have our heads explode like Mar Mark Hamill in the Kingsman movie. Uh, I'm writing this at the end of day one of this game. This game we call Tag. It's already gotten out of hand. We passed it around at least 12 times today. That's just a rough estimate. It was probably more. I am... This is not going to stop, hopefully. Um, I am very excited to see what this turns us all into. I'm hyped. Everybody who knows us that isn't in the game is going to be so pissed every time we're together. I'm excited, baby. I hate doctors. I hate United States doctors. I think the Hippocratic Oath is dead. And I think being a YouTuber is more respectable than being a doctor. Now, now, now. I bet a few more years... The Hippocratic Oath is something that isn't even going to be regulated anymore. Here's why. The U.S. medical system is the most pain in the ass to go through. It's more paperwork to get a physical than it is to do your taxes.
even if my hand was broken and I couldn't write anything and I went in and was like, hey, my hand is broken. I the receptionist would be like, all right, take this clipboard, go over there and fill out fill out your medical history, you stupid bitch. My hand's broken. I don't give a fuck, you stupid bitch. Go sit down. Next. Welcome to the American medical system. Here's a recent experience I've had. At the start of August, I started having throat and chest pains. And it's been... I'm writing this October 1st. I went in a couple weeks into August because I was like, all right, I should probably get this checked out in case it's bad. When I got in there, the nurse did took my heartbeat and shit and then went to go get the doctor. I waited for 20 minutes in the nursing room waiting for a doctor to come in and help me. I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I, I don't have anything going on today. It's fine. I can just wait. When the doctor got in there, they asked me a bunch of questions about it, like standard, like... Where does it hurt? How long? Etc. And at the end of the questioning, she told me, and I quote, this is exactly what she said. I've remembered it very well. Well, sadly, I'm unable to diagnose you. I'm aware your 18th birthday is coming up, and I suggest waiting till after you turn 18 to come in again. I suggest you make an appointment with a gastrologist. So you can't tell me what's wrong with me. And my parents still had to pay for this appointment. Now they gotta pay for another one. Thank you for the information. Next time I have a problem, I'm gonna go outside and ask a drugged up homeless person for a diagnosis. Hopefully that won't result in bankruptcy. If I have cancer and I die before then, then... You could have saved my life by t at least telling me what was going on or doing something to tell me what was going on. Do they just give out PhDs now? Is the is medical school a scam? Now, personal story here. My grandfather had lung cancer about five years ago. Well, you know what treatment he got? Jack shit. My grandpa had a cough for a few months, and he didn't want to go in because it was so darn expensive. He didn't want to sell a kidney to pay for his checkup. When the cough got so bad, he went in, and they told him he had stage 3A lung cancer. Great. Maybe you should give him some treatment. He didn't receive any treatment. Just a bunch of tests. And when I went to visit him in the hospital... He said he was mostly just sitting around waiting for people to help. My mom was a little annoyed at that, along with my dad and my grandmother, and I was a little young, so I didn't really understand, and I wasn't really allowed in the room. A lot of this I didn't find out till years later. Just They just did a bunch of tests, and would, you know, a few weeks later he got sent home, and then sent back after like a couple weeks. And he died less than a month after he was diagnosed. I found out years later from my grandmother, who was by his side the whole time, that they were too scared to do anything. Because he also developed pneumonia partway through. Thanks, 
maybe could have nipped that in the bud, but no. Um, so they just let him die so they could use that hospital bed for someone else. That, my friends, is some bullshit. That is why I believe being a YouTuber is a more positive career than being a doctor. Thanks, America. I have big plans for homecoming this year. So I've been going around doing some campaigning to be nominated for the title of Homecoming Gesture. It's a popularity contest. That's all it is. Just who do you think is funny? I, I have a good shot at it. I'm a YouTuber. I'm basically a clown by default. Many people I know have already nominated me. People that think I'm funny. Ah, I can sleep at night now. Yay. My plan is that if I get nominated, we have this assembly where we meet up with all the nominees and all the titles. Jester is a bit different from the rest. Instead of it being like a princess, king, queen, and prince for each class, they have like a jester per class, and then you vote on each one instead of like voting for you vote like among the four classes it's one jester per class and you vote and then that that person's the jester it's weird bit different but i have i have confidence that if that if it were to come to that you know i, th I have confidence that i can outwit a freshman i've been doing it since i was a freshman probably my plan is for that assembly to wear a pink dress Something long and sexy that makes my ass look fabulous. I made the mistake of telling my parents this. If they weren't disappointed in me before. But I had a trick up my sleeve this conversation. I predicted my parents' disappointment. I gave them a speech. The same one Timmy's dad gave in that one episode of Fairly Odd Parents. Where was it written in this one-sided society that a man can't be beautiful? We expect further disappointment to come throughout the following weeks. When I told my friends about this plan, they all loved it. They suggested that I do this other event where I dress as a cheerleader too and cheer on the cheerleaders as they play football. It's like a gender swap thing for charity. People want to see me as a cheerleader and in a dress, I guess. My ex-boyfriend wanted the same thing. I didn't give it to him. I think my friends think it'll be funny, though. I have a good feeling that my ex-boyfriend had a different reason. Huh. Maybe I should, um, just wear a bright orange suit or, like, an American flag suit or, uh, something else that's gay. What's going on, guys? I'm here to talk about piss. All kinds of piss. I'm a big piss guy. You know me. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, fan of piss. You know, that stuff that comes out of your front side that, you know, you get from drinking water. I'm here. I love all kinds of piss. Blue piss, black piss, white piss, red piss, yellow piss, green piss, orange piss, red piss. I died. I said red piss, didn't I? Well, I said it like that again, and I'm talking with a weird accent for some reason. That's quite strange of me. Piss is a very interesting dilemma when it when talking about it because it comes out of your you know area and um i like it when 
it like goes all over the toilet seat. It's fun and stuff. And I like doing it on the dog. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah, piss is quite the phenomenon for sure. The situation that arises when you go into the bathroom and you sit down on that toilet and you unleash hell into that bowl. It feels so good. It feels so good. Oh my God, that sensation, especially if you've been holding it in. Oh, yeah, it's a hold in quite a girthy one today. Hi, this is me being myself now. I had to hold in quite a girthy one today. I had to sit through probably like it was quite painful. Um, It was quite painful. I had to sit that for a good chunk of time in one of my classes. Um, When I walked into the bathroom, five other guys came in just a second or two behind me. And they were all there to go to the bathroom too. I see a stall was open because there was a line at the urinals and I didn't want to wait in that. There was like already two people in the line. I'm like, eh, stall's open. I got to pee. I go pee, right? I'm in there. I, I'm I'm fairly efficient with it, you know. I, I'm my my I'm ready. I'm I'm doing the process. And when I step out of the stall after I've done after I've you know unleashed the kraken, as that other impression stated, all of them were gone. I was the only one in that bathroom. It was like Thanos snapped his fingers, and I was the only one left. I, that is how big of a piss it was. Oh my God. I, I thought, I was like, am I in the apocalypse guys? And then I stepped out and then it was just a busy hallway again. I'm like, okay, no, I'm just, that was just a big piss. Um, I drink a lot of water cause I'm a runner. I have another podcast about that. Some of you already know that <laughs> some of you know me personally. Um, yeah, piss is great, man. Um, keep on pissing gang pissing's quite the fun and you guys want me to do the impressions no i'm not going to do the impressions have a good one i am such a lazy man the one thing i had to do today once i got home from school and cross country was get up and write and record one of these podcasts to air tomorrow and i'm too lazy and too tired to actually try I think this might be the first podcast shitpost. It took me 10 episodes now, and that's a personal record for me. Watch me pull up to school in hoodie tomorrow. For those of you who don't know, I wear hoodies on days when I'm lazy. And, wow. Yeah. If you see me pulling up on a hoodie, I don't talk to me till I've had my morning guacamole gamer fart 9000. All right? And... I'm getting some mad eye floaters right now. What is this? Wow. I I was sitting down to record this. I look away from my phone and boom. It's just, look at them dancing. They're dancing around. Um, I'm going dress shopping for a homecoming dress tomorrow. That's a thing. I, I, um, my homecoming group that I was invited to go with, um, I, oopsie daisied in the group chat a bunch of times nothing bad i just made myself look like an idiot but i was gonna wear a dress so you know yeah i i'm improvising the rest of this i wrote like the first paragraph and i'm just no 
can we get this thing over three minutes? That's the trillion dollar question. Can I get this podcast over three minutes? And did, do you see that clapping? That is some good clapping right there. Wow. I am really good at clapping. Now, um, what do I talk about? Talk about how I'm lazy? Yeah, I, uh, I'm recording this at 9.30. I've had three hours to do this, and I've been sitting in my bed. And honestly, I'm going to go right smack back to my bed once I'm done recording this. I'm not even going to review the audio to make sure there's inconsistencies. So if there's inconsistencies, that's my bad. I stuck my mouth right up to the microphone just then to make the funnies happen. Um, yeah, wow. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm supposedly getting a new phone. But then I figured out that, you know, my dad got them for my sisters in a bundle. And, uh, you know... I don't think I'm going to receive phone until my sisters receive the phones they got for them. So, you know, and they're supposed to be like a surprise birthday present because my sister's birthday is on the 31st this month. So I hope I don't have to wait that long because uh, I need a new phone and I want to be able to make videos. Um, yeah. Wow. So that's a little slice into my life. Oh, yeah, I heard I got a little funny thing from when I told my mom I was going dress shopping tomorrow she's um I got a little insight into my mom she said and I quote oh god you're not trans are you she um she claimed she didn't have the parenting skills necessary to deal with that <laughs> we had a good chuckle over that um yeah. Consider this shit post statist. <laughs>